0: what's going on everybody welcome back to the old bridge ffl podcast episode 21 this is a Semifinals of the playoffs recap so Semifinals recap two really good games this week that we could talk about uh, i'd say probably the four best teams in the league left uh hashed out and it, it was really good games my dad's here tommy's here commissioner kurtzman is here and with that being said, I'm ready to get right into it unless you have something to say, Kirsten. You got any uh, one-day tournament? Yeah, I know this is the last night. It's gonna, we're putting this out right after, so yeah. give me something about the one-day. Uh,
1: the one-day tournament has nine teams, and I think it's nine very competitive, good teams, and I'm very excited to see how it's going to pan out and who gets the win, but... Uh... Registration closes today, so I'm going to order jerseys tomorrow, and we should be all set, really, to go. Right, Dad, you have anything you want to say before we start? or? Yeah, the fix is in. Both uh, co-commissioners are in the finals.
2: So <laughs> all, right. all right, so let's start with the first game of the day, which was
0: the Browns versus the Vikings. I forget every single time the matchup. Browns versus the Vikings, first game of the day. Uh, Kurtzman, I'll, I'll, I'll start with you. What do you think... Uh, what do you think your team did really
1: well and what do you think that you guys didn't do so well? I think we moved the ball on offense okay in the first half. We hit on a few big plays. We were moving down the field, very confidently playing. Uh, I think the Vikings kind of made some very bad uh, matchup choices, at least, to start the game. Uh, I expected Connor Romano to be guarding Joey from the outstart. And I told Joey before the game, I said, no matter who's guarding you, whatever's going to happen, we're going to take a shot in the first play. We're going to see if we can get down the field quickly, hopefully punch it in real quick off the start of the game. Um, Connor Romano wasn't guarding him, so then my eyes lit up obviously and it doesn't really matter whoever's guarding him I'm throwing the ball to him he I threw it up he made a play for me we scored two plays later on a Matt Hughes touchdown energy was there we get a stop we get the ball back. We score another Joe Pippoli long touchdown. And really, I thought we were about to run away with it. Our defense was playing great. We were making stops in the first half. And then we kind of just lost momentum. And I think like we really let them back into the game when we really could have put it away very easily.
0: But all around, you're definitely proud of your team's performance.
1: Yeah, I think we really um, we fought hard. I think there were a lot of times where we felt like we were, we were winning. But I almost felt like the morale of the team was like, we're in trouble, but I feel like my guys, uh, they played really well. Rokio played the whole game. Mikey Freeman played the whole game. I played the whole game. Most of my guys played the entire game with minor, very minor substitutions. I kind of told my team, listen, it's the playoffs. I'm going to play the best guys at each position. You might not see as much playing time today. So that's just what it is. I want to win. I'm competitive. I'm going to have my best guys out there. So I think we really stuck together well, and even in the 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 tensest of moments, I guess. When the tension was at its highest, okay. we rose to the occasion.
0: I, I, I agree, I th- and I, I didn't even realize that. I thought everyone on your team played significant time. I thought everyone
1: got... Uh... Really, for the most part, it was just I had Volano sitting out on offense, and I had Harnish in on offense for him at O-line, and on defense, Harnish didn't play in Volano, but played he, strictly D-line.
0: I think Harnish was very good on the offensive line. No, for, he,
1: uh, yeah. And I told him before the game, I said, you have played the be- some of the best offensive line I've seen out of most players in the league this year. So I just think that I had to put my best guys out there where they needed to be, and we got the win, and we got it
2: done. Yeah. Dad, what was your uh, take on this game? Uh, the podcast prior to this one, I had said that uh, Kurtzman likes to get his ball to his best player, uh, Joe PEP, early and often, and that's exactly what he did. First play of the game, great play by Joe. Uh, that touchdown that he caught, deep ball in the end zone, a perfect throw by Kurtzman, great catch. Uh, uh, they just they, they couldn't stop their number one right there. Uh, I think
0: Joe Pip is a stud. Like I know we could say it. he was the fourth overall pick for a reason, but Joey he came to play on on Sunday. He really he really came to play. Some crazy catches. I know he had the interception off of your uh, pass breakup, Kurtzman. Uh, I thought Joey was probably the standout player of the week in terms uh, in, in both games. I, I think he was was easily the best player at the field on Sunday.
2: Uh, the Vikings, Dad. Uh, where, where do you think, Where do you think they went wrong? Uh, matchups. Uh, when uh, the game started, I had asked I, I, on the sideline, I was talking to um, Connor. Uh, I was talking to Friel. I was talking to, to Mikey. I said, "Who's guarding uh, Joe?" And I believe Mike might have been the first Connor one No, Freel. first was Mike and then Connor turned one over to he goes, "I want him," and oh, then okay. he came in and he took him, and I said, I, "I think you should really be putting you know Connor on him, but it didn't work out that way. Uh, how do you think Mikey played? I thought Mikey played a gutty game. Uh, he kept him in the game. I know the last play, people going, you know, what and why that play was called. They've been running that play in the goal line the whole year, and it's been working. So why wouldn't you think if they needed half a yard, they wouldn't do it? So I, I agreed with the call. It was a fine call. He needed to get that first down. They still have plenty of time to get up, either call or play, even spike the ball. I think if
0: Mikey gets that first down, they win. I, and I'm not blaming Mikey for the fumble. I'm not blaming Vin for the fumble. I'm not blaming anyone for the fumble. It's, just, it's football. It happens. Uh, it's just, it's, it's really unfortunate that that's how their season ended. I thought, what was the final score? 20 to 18? Yeah. It, it was, it was a great game. Uh, before the half, uh, they, you let them, the, uh, Connor made a really nice play down the sideline, caught it, went over the middle, got out of bounds. Yeah. Who ended up scoring a touchdown there? Was it Mikey on a rush or Connor on a, on an out maybe? Uh, yeah. I think it was, uh, no, no, Connor
1: caught the deep ball. I think it was a Mike, it was a Mikey, Mikey rush, touchdown. Mikey rush yeah. and touchdown. Yeah.
0: That was really, re, Mikey said they had the best two minute drill in the league. Uh, I thought I thought their two-minute show oh, was was really good,
1: uh, right there before the half, and what that made the score thirteen to twelve. No, thirteen. It was thirteen six at halftime. And then they Added came the out and scored. Connor scored the long touchdown to make it 13-12, and then we went up. Drive X scored. Um, what I thought was a big turning point in the game was. Uh, it was a third down for us. I was running towards the sideline, and I heard my lineman call for a lateral. And we, I played with him a lot, and Matt Hughes, and I knew that if he's calling for the lateral, that means he has a lot of space to work with after catching the ball. And Ed was about 15 yards downfield, made a call saying I threw the ball forward. I thought I side-armed it about laterally, maybe a little bit backward. But that we would have gotten the first down and more and been driving to go up possibly 21 nothing. So I think that was a big turning point. I also think after we punted the ball on the next Vikings drive, I dropped an interception that might have went to the house for six. So I think those were honestly two big plays that I messed up on that could have really turned the game and put us in blowout mode essentially. But uh, listen, like I said, my guys stuck together and we got it done. Speaking
0: about Ed Cashley, he had the line of the week uh, to me. He said, I forget what the play was. Dad, you know what I'm talking about. He turns to me and he goes get that on your Twitter or whatever it is. What did he say? Ed, said, so you, Ed had a funny line to me. He said, get that on your Twitter or your podcast, whatever you do. Uh, I had a question, actually, about speaking of Ed, speaking of refereeing and rules. Uh, there was, in your game, what was it? It was unsportsmanlike conduct. It was an automatic first down. Yeah. So that's what the rule is. That's right. right. I'm, I'm, so, asking, it's so I'm always saying. always a first down. Unsportsmanlike like is an automatic first always down. Sounds good to me. So know. if you get a technical foul, uh, unsportsmanlike conduct. It is a first down. That's what the rule was. That's what we're going with from here on out. Yeah. Uh, what else on on this game? That what are we eight minutes? we got some more time on this game. What what else? Give me something else. Give me uh, give me a dog from this game. Someone you thought.
2: I you know what? Uh, I thought that the the Browns' line played really well. You know they got back to what they they're good at doing. Uh, I didn't like when the Browns they had that game in hand and they kind of stalled, and and that kind of that kind of shocked me. I thought that, uh, you know, they, they were in kill mode. They, they could have put them away, and they didn't. And, and I think they kind of took their foot off the gas there.
0: I, no, I do agree with that. I thought early I was like, oh, they might run away with this one. But a lot of those guys, uh, I, I need a shout-out to Joe Ivanak. I was just talking about this before. Uh, I need to shout-out to Joe because Joe might be the most underrated player in the league. Uh, he does not get the love that he deserves. He picked Kurtzman off, brings the energy. Great, great interception. Yeah, he's all over the field every play. I like Joe a lot. His stock should definitely rise Absolutely. for for next season. Uh, I I failed to mention Zach Charrette every single time we talk about the uh, the Vikings. So best trash talk in the league. But Zach was silent. <laughs> he was silent. Uh, you had Kurtzman saying, "Yeah, what what now, Zach?" Like just Kurtzman, just a
1: terrible trash talker, Here just <laughs>
0: trying to trying to talk trash. <laughs> exactly. Cra- but then he
1: praises me we're on the basketball court, saying I talk some of the best shit. So I don't know. Kurtzman not hearing is, is Kurtzman I'm not hearing it. Okay, not hearing it.
0: Kurtzman, talk- Kurtzman. is way better at talking shit at basketball than he is at football. Like, way better. Mikey Gargano is a great football shit shit talker. Zach Shirey is an idiot, but it makes him a good shit talker. And Zach was uh he was he was a little quiet. Really didn't make a lot of plays. I thought Zach was telling me he's he's gonna get involved. He had that one play on Kurtzman where he he did have a really nice catch on the sideline, oh, yeah. the Tony uh toe tap type catch, but Uh, Outside of that, I thought Zach was going to have a bigger impact on the game the way he was talking to me about it. He definitely thought he was going to have a bigger impact on the game as well. But the Vikings are a really good team. If a team like that, uh, if they were to come back next season and the draft kind of has that same team, the same core of guys, I like that team moving forward. I, I I still think they're a really good team. Great group of guys. I was really happy that all of them were in the league this season. I think they were one of the most consistent teams in terms of guys showing up. Mikey, as the captain, getting subs when they needed to that were, weren't were unfair or anything like that. Uh, really a, lo- a lot of fun having those guys in the league. I know they're a lot of everyone, probably all of them, are going to be there for the championship. Just wanted to shout them out because they started off slow, switched their season around, moved Mikey to quarterback. Mikey, for some reason, is a most improved player of the year candidate, for whatever that means. Uh, Mikey was great the entire year. Connor Romano, that was his first loss on the year, came to Kurtzman in the playoffs. So I was just shout out to the Vikings for a really good season, and, and shout out to the Browns for yeah. handling
2: business and, and moving on. Again, Joe Ivanak, I definitely say he's one of the top four or five corners in the league. Yeah, and his stock definitely did did jump up.
0: Are you gonna do a? Uh, are you gonna be the the Mel Kuiper of the next draft? That because you put together a big board or no?
2: I will. You would? I like to see a combine. I like to see uh, you know a draft day special. Yeah, I'll go you into still- all that.
0: All right. So with that being said, let's let's talk about the next game. Let's get into the Giants versus the Cowboys. I forget the matchups every single time. Giants versus the Cowboys, second game of the day. Another really really good game. Uh, Kurtzman, uh, I'll turn it over to you. You were in your uh, your shade bag. You were chilling on the sideline, enjoying retirement. Uh, what what was your initial takeaway
1: on this one? Give me uh, first half. What were you thinking? Second half. What were you thinking? I think one thing we should add is that I only saw most of the first half and very the true. very end very of the true. Very half. true. So so first I'll give half. you I'll give you what I thought with the first half. The Giants came out super aggressive, ex- exactly how I kind of expected the beginning of the game to go. Um, I think the Cowboys were Zach started off a little slow. Uh, the Cowboys offense stalled a couple possessions. They didn't score it until the third possession of the game, which is very unlike the Cowboys yes. and how they usually play. Zach missed a throw to Augie early in the game. Uh, Liam had a drop, and I just think that they weren't necessarily there mentally and the Giants defense showed up to play early Rob scored on their their second possession of the game but I think as the game kind of settled in more you saw Zach uh evading the pressure finding body for a couple big ones before he had his big injury that ended his day um but yeah and then when I saw in the second half it was kind of the game was already kind of out of reach the Giants were on the two down two scores come back so yeah I just thought that the Cowboys came out slow but they obviously rebounded well in the second half
2: then yeah, i like to show some love to Mike Body. He was really, really uh, the catalyst in this game. Uh, it's unfortunate he went down with an injury. He's had a great year. And it's unfortunate they'll miss him in the finals. I uh, just wanted to show him some love. I think he had a great season. He's a great player. Uh, I would like to see Zach get the ball to Augie Moore. Mm. That is his number one pick. He is, uh, conversely, he's the Joe Pip to... Uh, to Kurtzman.
0: So, so you're saying? So,
2: like, I how how Kurtzman likes to get him involved in the game early. I would like to see Zach do that with Augie. Augie, Augie's a stud. I mean, he was he's an number one pick for a reason. You got to get him involved. And now that body's gone, I'd like to see you know more plays, more, more throws go Augie's way. Let me
0: put you on the spot. Sure. Flash yourself back to 1985. You're yeah. a quarterback. You're MVP of your league, right? Sure. You Multiple. got you got you got one pick. You got Augie or Joe Pip. Who are you taking? Oh, uh, that's a tough one.
2: Uh... I've, I've seen Augie play, you know, a couple of seasons. This is the first season I'm really watching Joe Pip and I'm really impressed by what he did. Uh I'm taking
1: Joe because he plays both ways at <laughs> Augie likes to play safety. I got Joe Pip guarding the number one every every game. That's, that's a real tough one. Augie is capable of guarding a number one receiver, there is no doubt about it, but he doesn't like he doesn't want to. If Joe Pip takes on the challenge.
0: I wish I would love to see the look on Augie's face if he's here right now.
2: <laughs> uh Pip. Pip would be more the style of the guys that I played with though.
0: Okay. So you so you're so it fit it
2: probably fit in with my So offense. you took
0: Dylan over Augie and you took Joe Pip over Augie. Uh, Augie falling down your your uh your big board rankings over here. But, but back to the but back to the game. Well, Augie uh, should be the start of this game. Back to the game. So that was your that was your, your takeaway from you you think sob has gotta get Augie the ball more? What else do you like with well, the Cowboys? Nah, like did? I said, he's
2: missing body now and again, I'd like to see Augie get more involved. Augie's that
1: type of player. Shadon, the Cowboys uh, defense played.
2: Yeah, I want to shout out. Yeah, the defense, they, they picked it up. I was real impressed by that. Uh, yeah. they, they held the Giants to, you know, to minimal yards, minimal, minimal I
0: want a big shout out to the Cowboys defense because the questions that we had over the last few weeks and definitely going into this round of the playoffs was, how is their defense going to play? They definitely showed up. Shout out to a bunch of the guys on their line. Shout out to Austin. I know Austin. Uh, he was talking. He was talking some smack in that game, uh, saying, "Oh, this is supposed to be the best line." And he was putting pressure. He was doing. He was doing his thing. Uh, th- Rob, I know. Chris was going to the stats. Uh, Rob was 12 of 32 in uh, in his game. We didn't read the stats for the other game. We'll Ooh, do it at the yeah, end. We'll do it at the so. end. Uh, Rob was was only 12 of 32. So they were playing some pretty locked down defense in terms of you know. Uh, they, really, no big plays down the field. A few lineman plays, but outside of that, there wasn't a lot of catch and runs. I don't think they did a a really good job. The Cowboys defense, and if if the Cowboys could come out and play that kind of defense against the Browns, I don't know. I might be picking the Cowboys in the finals. I'm gonna sleep on that for a few more days. But uh, offensively, I'll go uh, offensively for the Cowboys. I, I thought Sobs was good when he needed to be. I know they started off slow. Uh, Mike Body did get injured. Mike Body was. Honestly, cooking up before he got injured, uh, but he found Augie on that touchdown before the half. I'm pretty sure it was. Uh, he found a really questionable, really questionable decision by the Giants uh, to go to go for it. This one we wanted to get into, Dad. First half, uh, I think they're up one score. The Giants. I'm pretty sure they're up one score. And the Cowboys get the ball at half. Am I am I wrong here, or am I, or am I right? I'm tied. I'm wrong. And he got yeah. ball at half. So the Giants got ball at it half.
1: It no, it was 14-12. It was 14-12 Cowboys
0: at the time. 14-12, right. it was 14 to 12. And the Giants getting the ball in the second half. Yeah. And then yeah. and then who and then they went for and then the Giants went for it on on their own like 25 or something like that. It was like 4th and 10, something like that. I, I just didn't agree with it at all. I know they're like, "Oh, well we were open, but still." I, I, they don't they don't get it right there. Cowboys uh take turn take the field over turnover on downs. And then they, uh, Soaps does a little touchdown to Augie on a little uh, crossing route, catch them in on the in the corner front corner of the end zone, score a touchdown. And I thought that's kind of where the game turned. I, I really didn't, I really didn't agree with that there. I, I thought the Cowboys should have, I mean the Giants, excuse me, should have punted and trusted their defense there. But I, I thought the Giants, I really thought they were the best team. I really thought they were going to win it all. Uh, just just a few plays here and there. Sobbs was, was so good at in down the stretch. I think that was the difference in the game. Just he was a little bit more experience than Rob. I think that's that's what uh that's what that led to. Yeah.
2: Right. If your strength is your defense, which is the Giants apparently that's what it is, they should have punted and, and relied on their defense, knowing they were getting the ball in the second half. How many yards out did he need for a first down before that? It was
1: like a ten yards, it was like 10, ten yard play, I think. Yeah, according to the stats it was somewhere between like twelve and thirteen. <coughs> yeah, yards that's what I'm saying. It down. wasn't it wasn't a gimme by any right. chance. Okay. No, listen, I think the Giants had a great season. I think they completely turned around their team from moving true to to line, letting him focus more on uh, playing defense and making plays that way, let Rob play quarterback, get a rest on defense. I think they did a good job this season really rebounding and turning their team around. Uh, Listen, you run into Sobs, it's a tough beat every time you play against Sobs, so I think they should hold their heads high, and it was a good season for them. I I agree. I really like the uh, progression Of teams throughout the year
0: the Giants in my opinion they became better than any team they got better like this makes sense they got more better does that make sense you know you understand what I'm trying to say they improved the most throughout the entire season in my opinion greater than anyone else I I thought they were the best team in the league honestly I still think if you run these games back I think the Giants in a alternate universe they could be champions somewhere along this I really like Rob LeConte. I hope he plays quarterback in the next league. I think he just needed some experience. He need, he needed to learn how to play the position in his league a little bit. Still, only not even a full season under his belt. Uh, I would love to see Rob draft his own team, get his own personnel, guys he's familiar with, and and work from there. I, I think he definitely has the talent to play quarterback running, and he has a really live arm. I thought Rob does a, did a really good job of, you know, I know he was only 12 of 32, but he there were some balls where he put where his guys had a chance to make a play, and the Giants were definitely missing Mike Russo in this game as well. Dad, I know he's one of your guys, so uh, excited for the championship. Excited to see the Cowboys move on. I guess this is what everyone expected, even though it's not the Cowboys versus the Browns beginning of the year, two powerhouses. Uh, I'm not going to get into the preview now. We will drop that later in the week. I promise this time it will be on time Thursday night. You could guarantee it comes out.
2: Uh, Anything else? You got dogs of the week that you got any guys that, that you want yeah, to give shout-outs to? For the Browns, it's got to be Joe Pipp. He, he was phenomenal. Uh, set the tone early and, you know, played great the whole game, offense and defense. Uh, for the Giant, uh, giant game, I'm going to go with uh, John. John
0: Samarco. Marco. I thought Johnny had a yeah, really Johnson good game. Yeah, beast. Yeah. Johnny, Johnny had a great game. Uh, any Anyone else we want to shout-out here, Kurtzman? Any, any love you want to show?
1: Or you're um, over it. No, I mean, listen, I think we talked about all the players that really made impacts in the game. Uh, Douglas had a 45-yard touchdown. Yeah. A nice throw from LaConte. Uh I just think that we're getting ready for the finals, and I'm super excited for it. I want to read some stats, though. Yeah, game. yeah, get, some get, love go, give report. stats. Give stats both All games. right, so from my game, I'll do the Vikings first. Uh, Mikey was 14-22, 167 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Also had four carries for 30 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Conor Armando finished two catches, 65 yards, and a touchdown. Sam Allen, five catches, 30 yards, and that's it. Jordan Albaughn, one catch. Ivanak had two catches, 20 yards, and a touchdown. Also had an interception. Zach Shirey three catches, 37 yards, and a pass breakup. LaTempa had one catch. Um, for my team, I finished abysmally 7 of 14 for 85 yards. And had 73 yards rushing. Joe Pip four catches, 55 yards, a touchdown. Also had two interceptions and two pass breakups on defense. Um, and Matt Hughes two catches, 27 yards, a touchdown. Also had a sack. Uh, everyone else on my team good shit this week. Harnish had a big third down conversion on third and five that I designed a play for him. I told him yo you're gonna you're gonna be wide open. He was wide open, caught the ball. Um, just just pat, patting yourself No, nah, I knew he was wide open and he was. Um, for the Cowboys game, so 16 of 27 150 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. Also had five carries, 40 yards and a touchdown, Augie four catches uh, just 16 yards in a touchdown. Liam Knowles, two catches, and 20 yards. Mike Body and not even a half of football finished with 5 for 89 in a touchdown. So, Jesus Christ. Yeah, let's just imagine what that game could have been like if Body was there for the second half as well. Austin, two big catches from what uh Augie tells me one was a touchdown. Uh Augie praised Austin a lot when we were just talking earlier. Uh Jordan Mayo also caught two conversions, if I'm if I'm sure. Zach Sobes. Uh, four pass breakups. DeMayo also had a big swat pass breakup in yes. the line. That was a big play in uh, later in the second half. And Prem also had two pass breakups.
2: Does Sobes usually play defense?
1: Sobes usually do guards you know, the other one. team number one. So he's going to be guarding Joe. I imagine so, yeah. That's us we a good matchup. Yeah, it should be. Uh, How did he do last
0: time? When you
1: guys played? Uh, oh, the second time? Yeah, I wasn't there. Joe wasn't there either. Oh. We had hmm. Zach Shirey as our number one.
0: All right. Uh, any... uh. Anything else we want to say here? Anything else we, we want to get off, or nothing? Nah, listen, nothing? I
1: think I think we're all good. I think the season's been a huge success thus far. We have one game left in the season. Decide who brings it home, and uh, I'm excited to play it.
0: I'm excited as well for the game. Uh, it's going to be lit. I think I'm going to call the game. I think me and Ryan Morik might be like announcing the game. Yep. And then uh, we'll have a video, and then we'll a have a video. V- full video of the game posted to YouTube. Championship game. Uh, I think I think we got I think we got something here. I think this is where you know we're wrapping up the first season of this uh, OBFFL. Uh, hopefully, honestly, we have a, like a legit name for the fall season. I think we got get into our little creative bags after the season ends. Think about how to like how we want to brand the league and stuff like that. So if anyone has any ideas out there and you're listening to this for like a dope league name or anything like that, like I know we use Skamug for example. Whether you think Skamug is cool or not, I still think it's better than OBFFL. Like of course. Yeah like we, we could yeah, we got if you're out there and you're thinking of something, let us know. Shoot us a text, DM, Twitter, Instagram, don't matter. Uh Dad, you got anything you wanna say before we get out of here or, or you got it all out. Oh oh actually let's uh let's uh let's talk about you being under investigation. <laughs> so is it true that you, let me, let me interrogate you, is it true that you were rigging the games to
2: match your picks so you could come on the podcast? Sure, and... I have heavy money on those teams, so I had to make sure that. Did you go two for two way. this
0: week on your picks? Yes, I did. And you went 0 for two. Oh, so now we're tied. <laughs> we are. We're tied in the playoffs. I told you, misinformation in the first round. Led to you? Yes. I wonder who you're going to take in the championship. Uh, you'll know on, Friday, on Thursday. All right. He picks against me? Or yeah, no. and I pick hey, against think Kirsten. Against I pick time. against Kirsten. I picked
2: the Cowboys this week, didn't I? Yeah, you did. All right, so?
0: All right. Uh, everyone, we gained like three followers on, uh, on SoundCloud last time we posted. If you're listening, follow on SoundCloud if that's where you're listening. If you're listening on Apple, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Feel free
2: to leave a five-star review. Feel free to write a review about the league if you want to. Dad, you have one more yeah, thing. Yeah, one more thing I want to say. I was glad to see a lot of the players from other teams come and watch this game when uh, Joe Piscopo came, uh, Spo came. Glad to see those guys. I like to see more of the, the the league. You know, stay close and you know get involved in this league. Uh, it's been really my pleasure to do this this year. Uh, it just brings back a lot of memories when I used to play. Uh, the athletes are phenomenal. Love watching them play. I got to know the kids that I didn't know, uh, along with the kids I do know, and uh, real impressed by this league. And I hope it gets bigger. How many
1: people do you think were at that game? The games yesterday, sixty, ish. Sixty-ish people. That's pretty good. A couple hey, of dogs, listen, some parents. I think I think last year's championship probably had somewhere in close to hundred people. I would love to get that again. Let's uh, tell people what's going on. It's I've already had a few DMs from people who have not been to games yet that plan on coming to the championship because they want to see what yeah, the league's all about. Yeah, show out. Show out. Let's get some people. Uh, I'm working on getting the turf this week. We'll uh, see what happens. Mm. Everyone, thank you for listening. You will catch us back
0: on Thursday night for the championship preview, as well as the award winners and All-American for this season of the OBFFL. Kurtzman, did you order the trophy? Is it going to be here for... Yeah,
1: no, me and Augie are going to a store later this week and picking it up. All
0: right, yeah, so there's going to be a trophy. It's going to be awesome. I know a lot of football people in this league, too. If you guys don't listen to the Triple Threat Podcast with me and Steve Strom, tomorrow I'm having Daryl Slater, who's a Jets beat writer, Giants beat writer. He's been at camp all summer long with these teams. He's coming on the podcast. Going to be talking about Jets and Giants stuff. Make sure you guys check that out. Everyone, thanks for listening. We'll catch you on Thursday.